I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast, 417's After Show. Here we are. It's the After Show, folks. Studio's falling apart, Terry. So, uh, I think Ray or Tim had asked how the studio project is going. Johnny, give them an update. Well, and, oh, first pass me the hard hat. <laughs> I don't trust you. So, um, this used to be a tool area, so it had a bunch of pegboard on it. I covered it up with half-inch plywood. And then the previous owners left a crap ton of this vinyl tile. So, I've got this gray vinyl tile. I used every last ounce of it. And I covered it up, and I think it looks great. Mm-hmm. Then I then I thought, well, hey, let's put up some uh, sound pads, some mm-hmm. audio-absorbing things. They're these big hexagons, and I bought them off Amazon, and they recommended some of this 3M double-sided sticky tape. And so the ones in the corner over there, there's this one row I have. I don't know if I'm going to do much more than that or not. There's one row over there where, where it was kind of near the edge, and it was only it wasn't really stuck on great, apparently. Two of them have fallen now. So I'm just literally waiting for the rest of them to fall um, because we'll see if that double-sided sticky tape is any good or if I'm going to have to go more severe measures to keep those up. Maybe a brad nail or two. I don't know. So we'll we'll, we'll see. On top of that, like I said, we did get the the mini supporter wall started over there. There's lots of room to grow now. Patreon.com slash Smashbox TV for $5.00. A month, you can be a part of our studio audience and get yourself a mini on our wall. We can. Oh yeah, you know, I see you all looking at me. It's not yeah. creepy at all. No, it's not creepy. It's weird that you're on some of those minis too. Yeah, not really. Yeah, yeah. you're looking at yourself. I like to be. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy. For. And Hannah Macbeth, I did not say that kicks and Cheerios were my favorite. I, I said I said that we do eat those. Eh, really? But my favorite. I'm trying to think of what my. I think my favorite cereal is probably Cinnamon Toast Crunch. 
I do love me some honeycomb. Hannah listens but... more intently than you talk. Uh, so uh, she probably is she, right. And we she, had this conversation right after she listened I, to it. I don't believe her. Um, right. I know she's a notorious note taker. <laughs> But so, I've listened to so her. Give on, us a timestamp, Hannah. I've, I've listened when to her on broadcast. When was Johnny's dumbest take last? I two think weeks half ago. the time she's making things up. She doesn't really <laughs> talk to players. She just makes stuff up. I don't, uh, I don't right. believe her. So I'm going to read from the board in case you're wondering what in the world is going on. I'm going to just read a few things off of the chat board on YouTube. Uh, go ahead, free, feel free to share a thought or insight or maybe even a question, and we'll do our best to answer it. Uh, Yes. Uh, oh, Jay had said Evelina doing what she does best to hit a tree. The commentary yeah. curse. Yeah, inevitably it there there it is an you. element, and this is literally of any player to give them praise for an attribute or a thing they're doing or something they're trending in the in a great direction on something that's been going well. A shot they've done a million other times flawlessly this year. You make a comment on it, and then the very next one, uh, something happens. Uh, yeah, and it clearly, I don't believe it's a curse of any real capacity. Just like I don't believe in nicing your disc, but it does. It makes you feel silly. My sometimes. F- my favorite thing. Sometimes the smartest thing you said all weekend. Mm-hmm. Eleven, which comes after ten. Yes. Yes. I, I wrote it down on a piece of paper because uh-huh. I wanted to bring it up. And actually, I left the piece of paper upstairs. But uh-huh. I did remember 11 comes after 10. Funny enough. <laughs> funny enough. I, first we, of all, we I were laughing in the control no, room. Understandably. <laughs> we actually played disc golf that day, that yeah. night, over at Pine Nursery, which is another story I'll get to in a moment. But we played disc golf locally. It's only I've been only going there like, what, a year and a half, two years, and have never played the local course. That's just a few minutes away. So we went and played. And we were walking down one of the fairways, and that instance got brought up. And I said that I was trying to make a comparison to like 10 and 11 or 11 and 12, whatever the case was. I was, I I was leading there, do. but as soon as I uttered the phrase, <laughs> it sounded so elementary. And usually I'm thinking, oh, there, there's my Madden moment, like, duh, like obviously. And in the, and this time I pivoted out of nowhere to Sesame Street. Uh, as a reference, but I understand how dumb it sounded. <laughs> but from the get go, I I legitimately yes. had, you were I had a place. I you were comparing tr- the actual yes. holes I and the track. difficulty of them. I understood what you were doing, but the words that came out of your Correct. mouth <laughs> was the most elementary, yeah. Chris, obvious Chris Tucker style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the which honestly, I was thinking like, how could that have not sounded stupid? And I was thinking there are courses that play where you have where we've had letter holes, 10A, 11A, or just you go 1, 2, 3, A, B, C in some courses, some events. Not so much the Pro Tour. They tend to stick Mm -hmm. to 1 through 18. But if, for instance, we went to, oh, you play hole 9, then you go to A, B, and C, then you come back to 10 and 11. If that were the case, that you could have got away with that comment in, in a different scenario. Not that one, but in a different scenario, maybe you don't sound as stupid. Yeah, maybe. No promises, I mean, you, though, folks. No, I know that. You're you're going to... I can never promise to not sound as stupid, uh, whatever the case might be. Uh, what is the booth and on-course commentary schedule for Worlds? Who is doing what? I, I I think I know this quickly and for a fact. Oh, okay. Which means it'll be wrong. Yes. Ian Anderson, along with Brian Earhart and Nate Doss, are in the booth. Correct. Ian, Brian, and Nate. Terry Miller? Me. That's me. Out on the course. That is for the MPO. For the FPO, you have Ian Anderson, 
Valerie Jenkins, and Elaine King. Terry Miller, that's me, out on the course. So every morning, I'll be on the course, and every afternoon, I'll be on the course. Uh, and then I just laid out the rest of them. Um, yes, that's that's what we can tell you. That's that's what will be. That is what is currently scheduled for the World Championships. And I don't see that schedule changing, so I shouldn't say the word currently. But yes, that's what the schedule is. All right. Uh, excited that I might get to do some live commentaries soon. Dust says, "Correct." Good luck. Um, I, I don't. Dust, I don't know if it's even been announced what we're going to be doing. Oh, we better not hear then. Uh, let's just move on. Let's just put it this way: you're going to have the opportunity to listen to some dust commentary. Okay. Uh, Ray says, what was the attendance like for the first Corey Wong concert on the tour? I cannot speak to that. I wasn't there. I will say no, no matter how well 30, or poorly yeah, 40, it was attended, uh, well or, or not, I have no idea, but whatever the number was, I guarantee you it was less than is if the players hadn't played some of the MPO players hadn't played two rounds during that day. Um, I, I think about from a spectator perspective and from a player's perspective that if you were out there in the morning, maybe you watched the MPO round, then FPO, then MPO, or you watched any two out of those three, and then there was a concert, I I would think that would probably feel like a long day. I, I can't speak, though, to the number of people that were out there. Um, Bugatti's not being nice. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I'm not. Worried about it. Paul says, can we get Terry to shave his beard but keep the mustache? Absolutely not. Come on. No. Uh, I think you'll grow it back. You can mark my words that um, you will. You can grow it back. You will never see me with just a mustache. Mustache and goatee. Maybe some form of a beard, shaggy or otherwise, but you will never Never. I'm. I'm use the word strongly, and I'm okay with it. I, it's a strong word. Never see me with just a mustache and no other facial hair. It's will, just. It's will, not going to. Will you shave just the mustache and leave the beard, so you don't have like the little goatee part? Just, no. No. Why not? Does. So on. there's your answer on that, Paul. Come on. Um. Come on. Will Brody win worlds? No. I mean, that would be a tall task. Uh, is it possible? Sure. Everyone that signs up, in sure. theory, it's possible. Sure, but um, uh, th- it's, it's that not going to be... be. It's not going to be as windy as it was when he finished. Well, he's injured currently. He didn't look very good. He didn't even cash yeah. at the last event. He was limping pretty severely. But he said he was fine. He was out playing the, that night and the next day. I believe. I believe he's fine. I think that he he just clearly has some sort of lagging injury that will possibly flare up. Similar. I don't want to say similar to to Ricky's uh, Lyme disease, but. Where you can see that he does, he's not a hundred percent healthy. I, it, it would be the odds are astronomical. Okay, Brody to win. I don't. I'll say. I'll say it's not going to happen. I'm not saying it can't happen, but I'm saying it's not going. to Yeah, happen. Uh, he's shown us who he is this year. Top twenty guy. Yeah, uh, for sure. For, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Will JVD change to little round glasses? I don't. I don't think I've ever in a little while. I've, you used to have big round glasses. I, well, yeah, a lot back in there. Yeah, but not little ones. Never, no. never really had like the little, the little round glasses. Uh, I don't think is Eagle playing. I assume Eagles signed up. Yes, I think Eagles playing all the majors and is that yeah. major news. <laughs> I don't believe so. All right. Um, I'm not going. Galactic says I'm not going to bet against Paul. Ricky might be a little injured. Ray. Still. 
Eagle has been around, but will Simon too? I don't see Dickerson or Heinberg challenging. I I don't bet on any of those takes. I mean, seriously, why? I don't know how you can't take the top five or six guys, throw them into a tumbler, and then like see where the dice roll out mm-hmm. to because. Any one of those guys could win. Let's be real. I can tell Ray did not watch much of the live broadcast because he just asked, has there been a world champion from Europe yet? Simon and Kristen Ooh, could bad both do it this year. Bad I question. think like four different times we played the, uh, <laughs> the, the highlight that showed our 2004 champion, FPO world champion. FPO world champion. Brigida Lagerholm. Lagerholm. So... Uh, so, so, yes, yes we have. Uh, from Sweden, she won in 2004, uh, our only European champion. It'd be great to have her back. In two th- I mean, uh, last time I somehow somebody pointed me to her, I found her Instagram or something. She's like maybe a professional makeup artist. Sure. Is what I think I saw. I just think it'd be really cool to have her. Of course like, it was. Just show up as, as, you know, coming back and spend. I mean, Scott Stokely's still here. Yeah. JK's still here. Not, nec- not necessarily play, although yeah. it'd be kind of cool. Uh, just to, hey, m- maybe not this. 2024. Let's make it a 20 year anniversary to have okay. Brigitte back. Good call. Uh, Brigitte puts out some disc golf content, says Sue. Oh, that's great. I haven't. Uh, I'd have to. I'd have to look. I should, I'm not following her on Instagram. Fly to Sweden. Brody has been having great first rounds. Good chance we'll see him and Paul paired up in second round. I, I, mm. The only thing I'd say that about that would be a log, uh an argue against uh, odds and numbers because you say good chance we'll see him and Paulie paired up second round. I mean, when you have a hundred plus competitors and two guys, we'll just say both shoot an eight under. I'll just make up a number. Uh, their PDGA numbers are vastly different. I, good chance, I think, is a stretch. But yeah, of course, anything's possible. <laughs> Simon Lazat could be playing um, with uh, you know the 103rd ranked player or the non-ranked uh, Robert Burridge. I mean, anything is technically possible. Yes, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd use the phrase "good chance" though. Um, I like Brian Greenside and Terry in the booth. Sue says uh, it's great having Brian out there. Obviously, he's insanely knowledgeable, and I feel like. I can ask him anything, or sometimes Brian has really insightful things that he wants to share, uh, and he graciously shares them with me, and I'd rather hear it from him. I, I you know, if it's if when it's an original, insightful thought, I'd rather him share it in his own perspective rather than him just uh giving it to me and then me passing it off as my own. Even though that's of course super appreciative, and sometimes I do just that. But more often than not, I try to uh, allow him to share whatever his insightful thought is. So uh, Eric Sterner says, PDGA tweet gone wrong. No comment yes. from Smashbox. Yeah, yeah that, we didn't talk about that we, either. I we apologize. forgot about that little sure. that little drama because it was so minor and overshadowed by so many other things. Um, it looks like PDGA Radio, not the official PDGA website, but PDGA Radio, which is the official tweet uh, Twitter handle of PDGA Radio, um, posted... A response to Joe Biden, to a Joe Biden tweet, it was kind of innocuous. Like it just, it 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 wasn't super political either way. Minor sayings, and it looks like it was just whoever was in control of that uh, thing. I think it's Grant, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, that just they posted under the wrong account. Yeah, which it, I mean, it could happen. It's uh, the it's, mistake is very 
understandable in doing so. I've done way dumber stuff, uh, accidentally, believe it or not. Um, and on purpose. Well, I mean, what, what didn't I go live on uh, for a, a Smashbox podcast on my channel? Or I tried to go live on my yeah. channel on Smashbox. Same thing. You're simply you're logged into something. And then you forget about it or don't realize it, and then you make a you know you make a message. Now, um, clearly, they said they're going to take steps and measures to avoid that. And um, I don't want to say nothing for nothing, but like you said, it it wasn't a hot take in any capacity that no. I feel like uh, is uh, barn burning. No, not at all. One way or another. And everybody has their own political alignments, and that's all great. Um, I just the take in general, one way or another. I, regardless of political party, it wasn't like somebody somebody put this out in the world. Period. Let alone under that account. Yeah, yeah. It was it was minor. Um, yes, Terry, have you seen the Holy Shot documentary yet? Omg, no, me neither. It's going to be released tomorrow. Um, I. I mean, I, I might be able to log into the back end of Disc Golf Network and watch it, but I haven't. But it might I'm not even until it, tomorrow. I want to. I want to. It might not even be else. up. It might not even be up there yet. I haven't honestly looked. But correct, there's going to be a Holy Shot documentary releasing tomorrow. So hopefully, take some time and watch it. Uh yes, I did not. Uh, I have not seen it. I I was. I know I was interviewed at one point. Somebody. Had seen it and said something or other about seeing me in it. I have not seen it. I have no idea what I think I interviewed for again three, four, five hours. Um and I have I there I've seen none of it. No. I haven't even seen the yeah, the Pierce documentary yet. Pierce. Oh gosh, you call yourself a But I do have a this weekend on I think Thursday, we're leaving for Minnesota for the weekend. Or maybe just a day or two. Um and I might watch it in the car ride. Okay. We'll see. I like it. All right. Reading on. Uh, Disc Blaster says, Dust, E has me blocked. He can't handle the truth. Yeah. Or he just has had enough of you. And <laughs> let's be fair. Most of us have. If we're, if, we're really, if we're really getting down to the nuts and bolts, we can, we can say that here. Um, and Mixed Doubles coming to the Disc Golf Guy channel, Tim asks, There is a plan... To capture some mixed doubles action, I know that uh, I had done that for many years. Covered mixed doubles on my own accord with no support uh, other than just me wanting to be there and the support of the players being like, okay, weirdo, follow us along if you want. Uh, I had done it for many years. At one point last year, a conversation came up that uh, Gatekeeper had worked with the PDGA to have a featured card and then cover the lead card of the doubles. And uh, if I'm just being brutally honest, I was like, huh? <laughs> um, how did I miss out on this opportunity? Uh, Gatekeeper, of course, did a phenomenal job, as you would expect. Uh, we did cover a card, myself and Ryan, who I think is out on the board. We did cover a card. And um, seeing how the... Uh, then when the... Winners didn't come off of our card. There was a uh, less incentive to immediately get the footage out. I'll admit that. Uh, and it came out in some off-season content, which was still then, I think, really well-received. Uh, this year, I believe Gatekeeper is again locked in to working with the PDGA in that capacity. 
and I am looking to get some coverage of it as well. So uh, look for that at some point. And maybe I'll go cover like the ninth card and just hope that they win. And when they do, <laughs> it'll be like, yes. No, no geez. So, um, Terry, you buy any of the other new disc golf cards? I forgot who posted them. Gibson, maybe? Question they're mark? everywhere. Gibson was just one of yeah. many. Uh, yeah, Brixton. Brixton is working on it right now. I know there's some pre-sales going on. I, I'll be the first to admit, I don't know every detail about it. I'm sure we could just go out there and find it in two seconds, uh, or maybe I can post to it. But So I already bought some. Okay. And it's very interesting how they're doing it. I mean, they're releasing a new set, um, basically like the Golden Era slash Icon set, which is going to have, just as you'd expect, Golden Era icons. Mm. But they also have um, what they're calling a tour series. So they have a list of... 70 players we'll say that you can pick a player and then you can pick a a level one two or three one is Mm -hmm. like just a signed card two has i think a piece of fabric and three has a uh, an event or a a thrown disc a chunk of it so you can pick so if you want to pick we'll say ricky waisaki level three it's three hundred dollars you get that disc no matter what you're buying the disc or you're buying the card i'm sorry not disc you're buying the card. So what that means is that if, you, if you're the only person that picks Robert Burridge tier two, you could have a one of one card. The only one that produces it. Um, I think the levels are 50, 100, and 300. Don't quote me on that. They're on the site. Go take a look at them. Um, I did buy a few of them. I'm not going to tell you what I bought because I don't want people to buy the same things. I oh, yeah. Good call. I know. Um, it's a really interesting thought, though, because do you pick... If if you're looking for for uh, resaleability and value, who has the most value that you could probably resell? Simon Lazat, Ricky Wysocki, Paige Pierce, probably those. But then again, who's going to also get the most cards out of that? Those are the people that are going to have the most cards purchased and um, created. You know, a, a, a Terry Roethlisberger, who I think is on the list. I didn't buy his card. You know what? I know. And you called yourself a fan. I mean, I'm only a fan of one Terry. Terry Logie? <laughs> yeah, not you. <laughs> um, uh, so it's a matter of what you want to do, what you yeah. want to spend. And again, that's that's for one card. It's like 50 bucks for one card. Mm-hmm. And you have a chance to win like a golden one of one somehow. I think everyone that everyone that buys a card has an entry into a golden one of one that they're going to make and give away. I, I don't know exactly what it is. But the Golden Era set, which is slightly different, is like a, a pack of cards that you'll get uh, probably a signed autograph from out of somebody somewhere. Okay, so, so go check different. it out. Yeah, uh, Brixton Disc Golf. I may have said Braxton earlier. I apologize. Brixton no, you said Disc Brixton. Golf. Okay, uh, you, I put the link in Facebook. Or I'm sorry, wow. I put their Facebook link into the YouTube chat, but it's just facebook.com slash Brixton Disc Golf. You can find them there, and then you can also find them on their uh, their own World Wide Web, their www. You can go check that out. Stupid. Do you think there's people? Yeah. There, yeah, there's clearly. I mean, this is a, this is almost a dumb question, but there's clearly people that don't know because they're much younger than us that A, www is a thing, and B... Mm-hmm. www stands for World Wide Web. I'm sure there are people who don't know that. 
Well, here's our PSA of Podcast 317. <laughs> uh, www. Oh, my gosh. Just think of how often we used to say it. Yeah. You have to well. go to www. Um, stupid idiot on the board says JDV. That's wrong. It's JVD, but whatever. You need to apply 3M tape primer 94 to the surfaces first for the proper adhesion. It's. I like what he's cooking up. That sounds I, about right. I would say so, but the side that's not sticking is the side that's connected to the actual, to the fabric. So I don't know if I can apply that mm. to fabric. Um, I don't have one. Otherwise, I'd show. You can probably pick one up off the ground. Um, it, it's it's like a, not not so cushy, but it just, it's a dampening. It's a sound dampening thing that the side that's actually stuck to the wall stuck great. That's a nice flat surface. It's like a vinyl tile, um, pretty oh, thin and flimsy. But this, this is like a... <laughs> Looks like your shield. Put that around your neck, like Spock. Or... It's like it's like Pac Man. It's like a blue Pac Man. Yeah, that too. Or I'm going to be sun. Yep. This is what I would use to sun. <laughs> um, no, but this uh, this actually went around a pipe, which is, and it was only adhered to, as you can probably see, in like one or two spots, which is probably why it fell down. Um, so I don't know if I could apply anything to the back of this. I've heard that you can uh, basically liquid nails or hot glue it down, but I don't want to like. That's pretty permanent. And I don't know if I want to do that yet. I'm still waiting. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'll, if any of the other ones fall, then I'll know. Because these only had two spots that it, they adhered to. The other ones all have four. Figure it out. Don't you worry, folks. Yeah, we'll we'll get there by podcast 710. All right. 708. Uh, I'll get up there by then. <laughs> um, Eric had wrote... Uh, Emporia seems like nothing but long shots, no wooded courses, big arm, and putter on point. Eagle. That's who you're calling, I'm guessing. Uh, uh, I, I wouldn't say that. I, I, I guess I could just quickly say no, I don't think that's um, the case. Um, let me continue to read down there. Oh, Aaron says, what's up? Good to see you, Aaron. Hope you're doing well out there, buddy. All right. Mustaches are for baseball players and F like P stars. Okay. I'm going to keep scrolling. Um, will Kona documentary be next? Not that I know of. And I only say that because I've heard nothing of the sort. Uh, I feel like that's kind of a random pull, but maybe there's one hundred percent in the works. I have heard nothing of the sort. Um, the can says not a fan on the holy shot term, but I guess that's how it will be known. It, yeah, and, and I can understand. You're that. not the only one that said that. Some I've, people I've don't heard like that it. as well. I kind of like it. I mean, you've got James Conrad, who, for better or worse, looks like Jesus. Um, the the the, well, the most, most interpretations. The most of, interpretations are Western interpretation of Jesus. Um, his and, initials are JC. JC. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was an amazing shot. Near miraculous. Near miraculous. So you can understand. And his hands bled afterwards. It was really weird. And <laughs> his hands bled afterwards. I didn't understand. You can understand, obviously, the connections and the conclusions. If that rubs you wrong, I can also understand oh, that as yeah. well. I, I, I would not fault you, if, you if, if, that. if you didn't like it. I don't mind it. Um, uh, step in the boxes. Terry, you buy any of the new cards? Yeah, we just talked about that, Gibson. Um I, I will buy some, and I guess we were as we were talking about that a moment ago. I did. I got to all the level or all the options, and then the levels. And I'm like, 
oh my God, I could spend a lot thousands of, of dollars like very quickly. And I don't know how I'm going to restrain myself. It was honestly the best way I can word that. I don't know how or where you can't, because I have a hard time backing no. away from potentially valuable slash collectible disc golf things. Yeah. And being and these presumably being some of that. I have a really hard time. I'll be the first to admit, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. How in the world I will pare down or or jump on board. Part of me almost says, Well, yeah, maybe I just shouldn't touch it at all, because then then I won't be kicking myself because yeah. I bought this person and not that person, or I got this level and not that level. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I w- I will be honest though, I genuinely am gonna have a hard time finding that line of where well, I want to be part of it because it it obviously uh, can get pricey. It, oh, 100% can get pricey. I mean, I first, <laughs> my first cart when I was done said $800. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, no, I can't do that. Like, yeah. I can't. Well, you can. I could, but I can't justify that. Like, I could do it. And you're not a real fan. You're right. You I don't ha- like those people. I had to pare down. I went, okay, well, I don't really need this person. Check. Do I need tier three for this person? No, let's do a tier two. I think I got it down to like 300 bucks and that okay. was my limit. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm spending about 300 bucks on two of these, you know, the golden era sets I think I got. And then like three or four of these lower end, uh, level one players and just, uh, some players that I really like and just one or two random players just be like, eh, I might have a one of one that could be kind of cool for somebody. Hmm. But other, other than that, no, I, I, ugh, uh, yeah, you could spend, well, whatever, like a hundred times, yeah, three hundred. You could spend yeah. thirty thousand dollars on there, and I mean, Missy Yaninka, that's what she won last year at the Tour Championship. True. So just be like, hey, you should invest. I didn't see Hannah McBeth on the list, so I cards. so I refused mm. to buy any. That that's probably a good call, right, Hannah? All right, uh, Terry, can you please get some footage of the field events at Worlds uh, Distance Putting? Uh, spoiler: some of that's in the works. There will be something of that nature that will be covered and uh, and provided to you guys. I've done that a number of other times throughout the years, not always as consistently as the doubles itself, but there will be uh, some footage and coverage of that for sure. Uh, KT uh, would be good uh, commentary. I'd like to know more of her past with skiing and her DG Academy, balancing motherhood with the tour. Yeah, Kristen Tatar, well, yeah, I mean, hearing her insights, Knowing how well she speaks English, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, just being able to pick her brain and talk to her about what she's doing. Uh, she, she's very much a student of the game and is uh, very articulate, so she uh, clearly would be great. Ray says, "We still you need to do a live stream from your storage unit, unboxing old discs for us to drool on." Hey, I should do this right now. I was going to do this the other day. Um, I, I received a, a disc. The other day, uh, this has been a couple weeks now, and I could open it here if you'd like. What is it? Do you know? Well, here's the thing. There, there's a couple things with this. One, there, so there was there were some discs posted. This was a few weeks ago. And holy cow, a month ago now. Jeez, time flies. And it was an Ontario rock, or a couple of Ontario rocks, which is from the 90s, which are the one disc that I really, really go seek out these days and have for the last 20 years. And I was like, I don't think I have that stamp. Are you sure that's an Ontario rock? Da, 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 da. There was a big, long then follow-up conversation to that. And I'm like, I don't think that it is. And we basically agreed that, hey, why don't you, I'll buy it. 
we'll pretend that it is. And <laughs> when I get it, I'll try and confirm if it is or is not. Because I've never seen that stamp and color or that stamp it, combo. Shouldn't it have that year? Shouldn't it have on the bottom? Not necessarily. No. The imprint? In the mid nineties there were, remember in the mid nineties mm-hmm. there was only one kind of plastic. And they weren't stickering discs. Often they were just handwriting things. And sometimes, depending on what time in the 90s, they were taking a rubber stamper and sometimes yeah. putting that on the bottom of a disc. I'm talking Innova in this case. So uh, he, had, had the little he had sent me this uh, disc. And immediately I, I cringed a little because I was like, oh, my gosh, you paid literally double what you should have for shipping. Why? Because, because he, he didn't, didn't use, use my disc, disc in, in a box. box. And it's not even meant to be legitimate uh, a plug, but it's it's totally true. You're, the pricing here was nine twenty five. This disc should have shipped for about about four twenty to four forty. Nonetheless, yeah, it's as someone says, it's probably a yeet. <laughs> no, we'll talk about that in a moment. So I guess the question I was going to open this on my on my channel tomorrow or on my page, but let's open it quickly now because now I do want to find out if in fact. This is the disc. If it's not, he said he would take it back um, because it would likely be. Do you want to say how much you paid for it? Uh, it was about 35 or 40-ish. Then here's what I say. No matter what it is, you keep it. No, I don't want it. Uh, I don't if it's care. What I think it is, which is not a rock. I think it's either a shark or a cobra. Then I don't want it. I know, but I still so think I'm you should keep it. So I'm opening it right now. Don't. It's got your address on the other side and know, this other guy. That's, so. yeah. that's why I'm keeping it this way. I still think you should keep it no matter what. It is a nice, it's a nice box, but he spent way too much on the box and on the, uh, uh, it is packaged very well. So congratulations It is packaged very well. All right. Yeah. I don't think that's a rock. All right. (laughs) He's feeling it through the, through the paper and he's like, that's not a rock. All right. This is a world's biggest. Let me, I would like to feel it before you. Go ahead. All right. So it's a red world's biggest disc. Oh yeah. That's not a, that's not that's if it's in Ontario, it's one I've never felt it's, it's too, it's almost too flat. Ontario's often were quite domey. Usually domey. The rim doesn't look like an Ontario rim from what I recall. Mm, I mean, for your audio listeners, Johnny is currently inspecting this. It does say Ontario, California, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's Ontario rock. No, just Ontario is the uh, city in which it was molded. molded. Yeah, that does not. I'll say this. It doesn't feel like a rock to me. This isn't an Ontario rock. No, (laughs) Uh, I'm absolutely positive of it. That is not. It's uh, been a while. It's probably been. Five to seven years since I've held wow. an Ontario rock, but that does not feel like one. It, it feels more like a cobra. Yeah, I'm, I am almost a hundred percent certain. Well, yeah, I'm certain. A big word it, in this case. It doesn't feel like a shark either. No, it feels it's not a like, shark. It, it is. It is a. Uh, I believe it to be a cobra or something else, but it is absolutely not an Ontario rock. So, uh, and and this is stamped or it has a stamp of world's biggest in 1992. And there's a whole nother, I mean, if you can do the math about San Marino rocks versus Ontario rocks. Um, yeah. If you're looking for the profile, uh, it, it didn't, the math didn't check out to begin with, but uh, we wanted to be absolutely certain. 
and I am now absolutely certain now that I've opened it. So that that has sat at my house for a month. So I apologize to the gentleman that sold it to me because uh, I said I would open it and you know we'd confirm. And I hadn't gotten around to it. I've actually carried the box with me a number of places, meaning to do this. And I finally have done it. And uh, unfortunately, it's going to go back in the bag. And uh, I will. <laughs> Carney Schultz says Cobra 100%. Yeah, I will offer to uh, return it back to him. And, and that was all part of the arrangement and agreement of, um, of the attempt. So. Mm. Uh, disappointing. Because Disc Golf Unboxings here on Smashbox, a yeah. new segment of the show. I, I'm telling you, I, I and I know I've talked about this, there is 100% going to be some form, whether it's on Instagram, excuse me, on Instagram nope. or on my YouTube, there will be some form of uh, like a mail, you know, everybody does mail call Mondays. I don't want to quite call it. It's not going to be called that. Oh, that's but, a thing? Like, yeah, that's very much, especially with Never. influencers. Yeah, mail call Monday is really a big thing. Um, or just mail calls and unboxings. Yeah, you know? unboxings, I know. But yeah, especially when, you know, influencers or uh, celebrities or whatever, they just get a ton of free stuff just sent to them. Ooh, yeah, That's not the unbox. case for me. I like that. <laughs> That's not the case for me. These are things I've bought, but so they're not just being sent to me for free. Um, but I literally have boxes, like dozens of boxes of things I've ordered. And then I don't get around to opening because I don't need to. And then you forget what they well, are. Well, it's usually a collectible type item. Sure. And so it's like, well, I don't really, I'm, what, I'm not going to open it and be like, <gasps> okay, and then I'm going to put it right back in the box. So it often just sits there. So I'm going to have a series of just me like, uh, you know, what's in this effing box kind of series where I'll just, that'll be it. I'm just going to open it up, show you what I got. It could, some of them are years old. There are boxes in my, uh, in my yeah. office right now. That just keep getting stacked and stacked and stacked. Mm-hmm. And I just want to open up and share whatever it was that I ordered. So that'll be a series at some point. Smash unboxing, though, is is clever. Pretty is good. Clever. Um, all right. Uh, commentary T-Dog, not common. T- documentary T-Dog, not commentary. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I missed something. Terry, where have the after shows been? Um, oh, I, I was I was like I put out after shows, no, but they're I, talking after. No, that, that's it's a fair question. Your after event summaries. There's a fine line when I'm at these events of if there's other things going on. Like I'll be the first to admit, I want to enjoy my time at an event, and I'll use a great example: someplace like Ledgestone. I was busy sun up to sundown, and you know to finally get back to the hotel room to then start a show at what would be maybe 11 or midnight or one or whatever, depending on what I did. That seems like it's not going to be worth it. Eh. (laughs) I guess depends. But um, so there's a fine line with these shows. And then I was thinking about this weekend, for instance, and it's a little different when I've been on the mic for eight, eight hours of doing the commentary and being a host, but to do it on the, the West coast this weekend, like I feel like it would have to be done so early in order for anybody else to be up on all the other time zones. So when I'm out in Bend doing it, and I really like to do an after show more so when I'm actually physically at the event. I think hopefully I'm going to be the most insightful at that point, although I, I make no promises on my insights. So um, long story short, you may maybe you'll see some from Worlds. I'd, I'd really like to make that happen. Well, I'm only covering MPO Worlds. And depending on what's going on, maybe we'll do, maybe we'll join, maybe we'll join you for some or something. 
I'll just invite myself. Don't worry. Yeah, that sounds great. I would love for. <laughs> or that I'll have to a competing happen. show because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have all the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, I will be. Do uh, do we know? You don't know. I think you just said this. I, I'd love to know more details as to when the documentary actually drops. And the holy shot one. Yeah, tomorrow. I, I, tomorrow. That's Probably like. midnight tonight, maybe or eight a.m. tomorrow. I don't know the exact time, but I don't either. That's what I was just going to ask. I'm. I'm. Ju- I. I have not seen. Other than the trailer, I've seen exactly zero minutes and zero seconds of it, so I had no sneak peek. I think maybe I we could have got one if we really wanted to dig for one, but we didn't. So uh, we'll we'll be seeing it as fresh as you will, and then some. Uh, reading up on the comments, somebody said Terry Terry hates corporate. I don't know where that comes corporatism from. Corporatism mm, uh, is what? I don't know if I do. I don't think you do. I hate some corporate, but who doesn't? But I don't love all corporate, so... I don't know. Uh, somebody asked. This is a valid question. Asking about yeets and yeeting. And I know I made this post on Reddit, but I'll, I'll paraphrase here, which is clearly Hooligan Dis is a supporter and sponsor of the Disc Golf Pro Tour and the Disc Golf Network. Therefore, there are what we call activations or reads or commercials or ad spots, ad drops, whatever you want to call it. They're, I guess, all similar. Part of that is discussing their disc called the yeet now it's fair when someone may think that myself or or ian are maybe just trying to be silly or sound like like boomers that are trying to be ironic or funny or something of that nature we're not um and I'm I'm good with I mean that's their company and that or that's their name of the disc and that's intentional in which the way they're setting up those ad reads and I'm good with that. And it's funny though that people like want to get so mad at us as people the for, whole, for doing said ad reads. The whole thing that I think hooligan discs wants is for people to have fun with it. Like and to talk about it. To right? talk about it. I mean, so when again, when you are a boomer, you're not really a boomer, you're a no. Gen Xer, but and you say yeet and you know, the, the whole point is, Oh, you know, we usually coordinate. Okay. Hole two is going to be the hooligan disc hole or whatever. That's where they have to throw it far. So they're going to yeet it. Please mention yeet. Like, Oh, he really yeeted that disc. And, and then maybe you have a little fun with it. That's mm-hmm. what they want. Clearly. Exactly. And, and it's not just you like trying <laughs> to, sound. trying to be overly, Hey fellow kids. How are you? You know, <laughs> have you guys tried the yeet? <laughs> so, uh, I just want to make that perfectly, and maybe that is clear to some of you. I feel like it's not because there's so many people that love to get really mad about it, and I feel like you're you're taking it all too serious if you're getting mad about it. You, you shouldn't be getting that upset about it. It's it's all in good fun, and it's all part of their uh, their overall uh, marketing scheme and structure, branding, all those things. All right, what else do we have on the? Board. I don't know why. I Not too much. Sudden, uh, man, are they letting you down, Johnny? What, the board? Yeah. No, I think we've talked about a lot of stuff. And I guess we have. Uh, the internet is silly. You guys do great with it. Elaine's yeets are the best. I don't think I've heard Elaine's. I don't think Elaine has pushed the yeet yet. She might. Maybe uh, she has. David John asks, also, where is the DGPT Pro Tour final finale? Well, somewhere in, in Charlotte. Charlotte. Uh, you know is well maybe you know more i don't i don't know maybe they know uh, more than i know it's in charlotte area that's all i know 
Didn't Zach Melton say he'd do one? Yes, he did. In fact, Zach Melton was hounding me about being part of it. And if we're being... Got to be honest here. Yeah. Transparent is a great word. I guess it's another phrase for honest. They were staying like 45 minutes from where I was at Ledgestone. They being uh, Zach Melton and Calvin Heimberg in this case. So it was not conducive or that practical for them to be coming over to my hotel where it was it would have been all set up for them to do it and da 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 da. So that that's where again I say it's so situational. When you're in a city like Emporia or maybe Jonesboro or something where clearly the players are likely to be much closer to one another, that's gonna also uh get factored in as to if I'm gonna have any guests or not. Uh when will the PDJ release next year's schedule? That was the other question you had asked. Uh you usually I think in like October ish. October, November ish is when the schedule comes out. And obviously not everything will be released on it, but they're I'm sure the majors if they haven't already been announced, uh the timing. But majors and elite series will all majors and elite series will likely be on the very first draft. And then uh within a month or two of that is when A tiers and then B tiers and so on and so forth kind of get uh added. Yes, Jay Tyra says, Urban Dictionary, yeet means throwing something very, very, very hard, very, very fast. Yeah, and there's, or some variation of exactly that is how we, like, you really need to yeet that disc, or he just yeeted, or, yeah. Those are generally, now we may, in the fun context of it all, uh, add to some of the flavor of of uh, definition, but, yeah, you, you've exactly got the point. Uh, are we going to be doing a podcast next Tuesday? I would assume so. We've, I think we have in the past. Maybe, I mean, who knows? Maybe we push it to Wednesday. We get two days in of Worlds as opposed to one. It all depends on what your schedule looks like. Yeah, Tuesday night, um, like you what said. What night is the, the Bourbon f- Cowboy Open? Yeah. Uh, Tuesday night is the first night of Worlds, like you, I think, just said. So I would hope or think we would have a normal one next Tuesday night. Uh, I think the Tuesday after that's going to be difficult because I'll be on a plane. God, I wish I could do it from a plane on my way to Sweden. I wish somehow the technology worked for that because that would be fun. But um, no, uh, the the week after I will not. So, but this this Tuesday, upcoming Tuesday, seven days from now, you should be able to count on a podcast from us. Johnny, um, do you think the general audience appreciates the live drone shots as much as they should? I saw complaints on YouTube about them. Really? I and granted, I haven't watched YouTube forever. I think that the live drone shots, um in general, are a lot of fun. They're a unique angle that only we can provide. In general, I think they're pretty good. I know we had one um, that our drone operator missed. It was a Paige Pierce throw, and he just, I think he was just a hair too zoomed in, and she got, it was out of, it was out of screen. It got ahead of him, and he couldn't catch up. Um, It's the first and only one I've seen him miss this year, um, to be, to be fair. And, you know, so we're, we're only batting 98% or something. Um, I think they're really cool for water carries. I think hole nine, it was almost a necessity because you had such a low hang, a a low tee box that was getting very poor signal to the upper tier where the basket was. Um, And I thought that that was a really cool angle as well as the, the angle from the top of the hill where Blaine almost was murdered. 
by a disc mm-hmm. where he was luckily behind a tree and the disc came right at him and he think he thankfully pages drive it almost killed him might have been but that it hit, literally hit the tree that he was behind um and yes the drone operator is very talented trent is our primary drone operator but we do have other ones blaine has done the drone for us as well um in the past he he also does some of the drone hole previews he's a very good all of our drone operators have been good um, I, I trust right now I have the most trust in Trent because he's just had the most experience with it, but it's, uh, I, I like him. And if other people don't, I get it. You know, they can be a little disorienting depending on how we do it. Sometimes if we go from a drone shot to camera two, because maybe it goes down under a tree or around a corner or just camera two has a better angle of where it's going to land. If it's going to get near out of bounds, I'll take camera two. It can be disorienting going from up high to down low like that. I I get that. Sometimes it's necessity. Um, but I like them. And I, I think that uh, most, I think, I don't want to say most because I truly don't know. I think a majority of the people enjoy them, but I don't know that for a fact. It, it could be everybody hates them and the, the there's a few vocal people that like them and a few vocal people that hate them, but more, more people dislike them than like them. I don't know. We're going to keep doing it because... That's how what we're going to do. And again, mm. we're the only ones that can do that. There's no one else that can do the drone shots. Period. Because we won't let them. <laughs> so any no. po- if another- how many drones have we shot down this year? Oh, 12? Yeah. There was the one that was carrying... That's what I get to actually... There was the one that was carrying line. Big Germ. Yeah. And and the, we, I mean... We just took we just took pot shots at that one. We that's purposefully what I, missed. That's what I'm doing from the sideline um, <laughs> in my spare time. I'm just shooting uh, BB guns up at drones. No, um, yeah, we're the only ones that can do it. So I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I'll be the first to admit I've also come a little bit more for, full circle on them. I wasn't I, entirely convinced at first, here. and uh, I feel like they continue to uh, add more and more. I was 100 percent in the category of we didn't need it. Like it was a luxury and I still don't think we need it, but it is less of a luxury now. And we use it quite a bit to help move groups. We use it for different perspectives of holes, like whole pre kind of in lieu of whole previews of the same generic fly through the course, fly through the whole whole preview. We use the higher shot for some of those. Um, and I will, again, I will say a hundred percent that, uh, two years ago I said, eh, if we never have them, I don't care. Can They can probably be dangerous. You have to worry about legalities of flying over people and around people. And it just seems like a waste to me is, I think, what I said. But I've come I've, I've come around. And, and that has that, a lot to do with the, the skillfulness of the actual operators. Oh, yes, on top of, yes, yeah, yes. And, for all of those reasons. And I've come around because I think they're very useful. Now, for a couple of reasons. Technology-wise, you have a drone operator that is away from everybody else. And that is where he's transmitting from. So a lot of times... If we have a signal issue like we saw at Des Moines, they're usually not affected because they're way far away from everybody, probably in an area where they have good cell signal. So I can rely on that shot, that camera angle, to give me a clear shot. And as everybody saw in Des Moines this weekend, there are a lot of spots on that Des Moines course that it just it gets low and under trees and you can't do anything about it. And it sucks and nobody wants it. it we We all hate it. It makes me ill, but... Uh, I mean, it's, that's where you get it. It's your fault. I mean, it's a hundred percent my fault. I agree. So, uh, I'm going to get a few of them in here because it it uh, we're, we're just under the buzz. We're it's a buzzer beater here. Uh, some smashies like Nick Lo- uh, Nick Lelm 
celebrating a birthday today. Oh, so big happy, shout out to Nick. Birthday, He's Nick. in the Madison, Wisconsin area. Jamie Vincent, who I sent my disc in a box uh, boxes to today. Had he reminded me it was his birthday, he would have got something special in the box. But uh, Jesse Ryan uh, also, who's a big smashy, we appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. Um, uh, Dylan Schultz, uh, you know, of the entire Schultz crew, as in mm-hmm. the father Schultz of all of them. Uh, and Randon Lotta, who you're seeing a, a lot of more. Lotta. A lot of more on the coverage these days. A little less random and a little more, more Lotta. <laughs> uh, but happy birthday uh, to Randon as well. So, uh, And Nigel Mills uh, over there in Thailand celebrated a birthday recently. And uh, we love you, buddy, and hope you're well. Um, yeah, it's uh I looking forward to being able to visit again and hope you're well. All right. Um yeah, and a couple of the comments real quick were saying that uh the drones um some people really like them in replays like showing them for uh you know, the crowd shots and all those other things but not as much as the initial tee shot and if it were a replay. And I, yeah. That's I can see that. You can understand that. I have too. a general rule um that I never take you here's what I try to avoid one never take the first shot from the drone I like to establish a shot down at the ground so so you can because that's where we're used to seeing shots from so you have a general idea of where the shot is going I usually take the third or fourth person um I try never to take the leader just I I don't want to uh in general I don't want to show later now if they're up by like seven strokes fine um, if there's a close, if it's close competition, I'll try to avoid them. Um, if I take one, it's probably going to be from the last person on the tee more often than not, just because then the drone after the move can sit there and just pull out and show everybody. Or we, you know, we've got a chance to cut to somebody else. It's the same way I feel about when I, when I do the, um, when I do like what I call a three to two, where I don't show the behind the shoulder shot. I show the shot of the player looking at the reaction to the flight. I know a lot of people hate those, but I don't do it for the first shot for all the same reasons. Usually I try to do it on wider open shots where congratulations. We've all seen a disc fly a thousand times. I want to see the reaction on the player after they finish yeeting their disc. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's their yeet you need phase. A drone sh- yeet drone shot. I do. So it's a, yeah, I, I get it that people like him better in replay and, and we can, we could do that, but there's something more fun and exciting about doing it live for us. There are certain things that, as Moe says, produce for yourself. Like what we did with the, the Matty O and the Drew Gibson thing. We saw Matty O do this high kick and we were all kind of chuckling and it, it made us think about Drew Gibson. And so we pulled up the Drew Gibson thing and we went back and forth and everyone in the control room was in tears laughing. We were laughing so hard at ourselves. Other people may not have found it funny. It didn't <laughs> Doesn't ma- matter. It didn't matter to us. Produce for ourselves what we want to see and and you'll and we'll be happy and we'll keep doing it. So, yeah. And yes, Carney Shell drone guys are usually huge nerds. All of them. Almost everyone that digs that, in That's why I'm terrible at flying or drone cuz I'm not a huge nerd. <laughs> I, I like where you're going with this. Uh, All right, I like when you uh pull up or a list of possible Patreon winners, Johnny. Why don't you get that all prepped oh, and ready geez. to go, yeah, so that, that we can uh, start getting start getting to our giveaway, and then we can start wrapping things up. Uh, I am curious, though, if you would put it in the chat, uh, assuming you're watching live here on Tuesday night. Uh, how many of you of you am I going to see at the World Championships? That's the next good question. Now it could be on the course. 
It could be at the Bourbon Cowboy. It could be uh, at Jimmy John's, maybe. No, I won't go there. I don't know. That's what I want to know is how many of, of you will I see at the World Championships? Put that in the chat if you're watching along. Uh, we should start every PDJ broadcast with Drew falling over. You're not wrong. I think that would be enjoyable. Uh, Tim says Simon, player of the year. Obviously, there's I, – I don't know where those stats and details are. Actually, I do know where. I should go look them up every once in a while. But clearly, he nah. is putting himself in that conversation. But there's a lot of big golf to be played yet this year. Two majors, uh, DGPT Pro Tour finale, yeah. two playoff events. I mean, of course, it's easy to you know speculate a little bit now. But there's just so much golf that needs to be played. I mean, just think, some someone – who's only finished on the podium a few times could run the table, so to speak. And, you know, clearly they could be it. So tough to tell. Um, Good morning from Croatia. Dinko, how you doing, buddy? Big thanks for having Mark on and sharing the news of Team Worlds. Yeah, go back. We talked to Mark for a good 45 minutes and nothing but love and praise uh, for you and the team, Dinko. So uh, nice work out there. Uh, Ray says, how much has Mo helped evolve the back end and production of DGN? It seems the number of bank shots and the flow of the show has improved lots over the last couple of seasons. Uh, okay, Ray, is that just Mo's second login? Is that, <laughs> no. Uh, Found Mo's burner account. <laughs> there, there, there's, there's been, I mean, we could go on for hours and we won't. However, don't there's get, been don't, please don't get me started. Uh, dozens of of incremental and and enormous improvements that have been able to make the shows better and some of it is simply literally more computers and server space and, uh, and capabilities uh we've quintupled is that the word at least the amount of people what you know there's there's from three from the three of us originally you me and carrie yeah to now there's uh 20 people on a broadcast or 12 or 15 or 18 people on a given broadcast um you know dedicated jobs of johnny just switching the show versus mo producing versus one person hitting a graphics set of graphics buttons to one person doing replays on multiple cameras again we could go on for hours we won't because you probably hear all that way too often but yeah it and then Mo's vision and direction and and insight and overall experience clearly is entirely what drives the show. So there's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. All just so I can occasionally say dumb stuff and f it up when when it's all in front of us. But uh, that's how it goes. Yeah. Again, I love I love listening to Mo when he gets upset at you guys because you guys don't do something he wants. I, well, or, or, or he's, he he works so hard sometimes to set things up. Like, okay, I'm going to show this and we're going to show this and then inevitably either one of two things happens like we're all prepped for we're all prepped for all prepped for something and then terry's like and brian and we're like and mo's like god and then yeah, we, that's when he needs to tell me no i know i know and that's it it, it it happens so fast sometimes or you know we'll show a shot and you guys won't talk about it because frankly sometimes I've, i think it's fine if you don't talk about shots but mo thinks you should talk about every shot I, I, yeah i hear you oh, i i know exactly what you're referencing oh, 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 or, or when or when uh, or, or he 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 sets he sets up like a stat that he's really interested in. He really wants to get it through to you. And I gloss over it. And you gloss over it is my favorite. And Mo's just like, well, I guess he didn't find that interesting. Nope. Sorry. (laughs) There's there's a little editorial on my end too, I guess. Uh, um, You know? Yeah. yeah, Some some things get me a little more excited than others. I'm I'm with you. And I think it's funny. And I get to listen to it from Mo, which, which, you know, and Mo's great. And most of the time we all listen to Mo. But sometimes you and I both have our own little editorial 
some I, I sometimes every once in a while I get to just pick what I want to show. Yeah. So, but is Mo irreplaceable? No, none of us are anymore. Truly, even uh, sure. Mo's Gary's doing Mo's job. We've got uh, other uh, Tosi's doing Mo's job once in a while. You know, replay. We've got a couple guys doing graphics. A couple guys doing switching. A couple guys are doing. There's a lot of cross. There's a lot of cross training as we've said in the last few weeks. Um, and again, the, the closest person right now to irreplaceable might be me, just mm. technology wise. No, but mm. only because I know I would trade you for the the yeah. my empty can of Rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> that it's hurts. Got a cooler name. Let's that, be real. That hurts. Um, no, only because I know the technology behind it. But other than that, even that, they could probably find somebody and there's hire somebody. Way it, smarter people. There's way smarter people than me. But. And better looking. Yeah, no. All right. So. <laughs> uh, but did they have kicks this morning? <laughs> yuck. I had, honey, uh, I had Honey Nut Cheerios this morning. Arthur says, I won't be there to see you, Terry, unless Discraft wants to sponsor you. What? Okay. Well, it, it seems like you're really pigeonholing yourself there. You couldn't find another sponsor. I bet you there is some website that would let you tattoo their site to your forehead or on your chest or something that you just got to get on some coverage for. So I, I don't think you're thinking creatively enough. That's what I'm going to say. Um, well, okay. Sorry. Uh, I uh, We're back to this conversation, David John. Which you, it's funny how uh, you like to get there. Uh, I heard Nevin. Denny was my home course, but may maybe moving from Charlotte. I don't know. Just rumors. Okay. Well, that's... Sue says, well, the current generation of golfers all end up working for DGPT. I don't know. That's I a good. Mean, there's some people that would be a great fit. Yeah. There's some, some people, people not so much. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that there is. Uh, those aren't our calls. Yeah. Those aren't our calls. And it all depends on the amount of work. Like, d- does somebody, I mean, think about it. There's probably, we'll just say 12. Let's just say a dozen people in our right now actively playing that probably at some point would want to go into media. Are we going to have a room for a dozen players to do commentary? Are they each going to do one event? Are we going to have a, we'll just say a Brian Earhart who has locked in the position of color commentary or whomever that might be. You know, I'm just throwing Brian out there cause he's doing it right now. Um, I don't know. Was Brian a genius because he got out early and now he's going to be the first one in and lock position in or sideline reporter or color Dude, commentary. I, bro, I got out early. I know, yeah, you, yeah, you and I both got out early. Um, I, I, I don't know, but I think that there's a lot of people that maybe are going to want a job that might not be able to get one unless the unless the the disc golf broadcasting extremely expands because right yeah. now we do one one broadcast and that might expand to two. Maybe we'll have a separate FPO stream group that will do everything. I don't know, but I think that. Uh, some people that think that they might want it aren't going to get it. Yeah, some people aren't as good as they think they are. Yeah, like you. Like me, I was going to say. <laughs> like you. Uh, there's a Mr. lot of that. 11 comes after 10. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Zach says, just move to the south. Which would be better viewing experience as a fan? USDGC at Winthrop or Pro Tour Championships Oh, in Charlotte? USDGC. Start there. Yeah, purely as yeah, just a spectator for, and and for ease of getting around and watching the action, it will likely be an easier experience out at the USDGC. But I mean, obviously, both are going to give you, you know, a good a great time. But I think from just purely from ease as a spectator, probably the uh, USDGC. But heck, go to both. 
is uh, we'll, one more question and then we'll get to our Patreon giveaway. Is Nico allowed to caddy for cat merch during suspension? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Why not? Because he cannot. Um, oh, yeah. You know, okay. I, I, I missed. Okay. He can't be a support person when you are currently suspended. Um, I, I apologize. I was thinking back to initially when people had asked that very weekend, uh, still in Europe, if uh, Bef- he could be at the course. Yes, before answer, he could. First of all, he wasn't suspended then. Correct. But even if he was, he could still be at the course. Yes. Because it was a public park. And yes. you are allowed to be at a public park. Yeah. Nothing so stopping him from, and there's nothing stopping him from being a spectator or hanging out yep. at the course, anything like that, but he cannot be a support person for uh, another player. And, and when I say support person, we mean caddy slash scorer or whatever like that. He, he, he cannot do that during his suspension. So, uh, Ray asked, does everybody get along behind the scenes with DG with DGN? Any drama you don't mention amongst your team? Yeah, I, oh, I'm sure there is. There's a ton of trash. I want to talk. no, Come on. That, that's a silly question. Of course, we all love each We're other. We're all bestest buddies. There's uh, never been an argument or a discussion ever. <laughs> never. I mean, we've you never hear been the a, dumb shit Johnny says. You never don't think been a that radiates ever. through permeates throughout ever. the rest of the crew. Yes, everybody. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, will the current generation. Yeah, you just asked that. Uh, when will you be in Samui? I'll be there in the end of January into the beginning of February. Uh I know you 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 say you owe me transportation. I'm more than happy to have given you that ride in 2018 Amworlds or 19 Amworlds. Uh, I I will be getting a, a moped, which um, I will very excitedly be zipping around the don't die island of Samui. I hope to not die, and I know you're not a fan of those, but I absolutely am. So who him? Uh, yeah, David John's not David, a fan of the oh, mopeds. Oh. I, uh, in Samui, because yeah, they're, they're, they're it's dangerous. dangerous. Sure, it's legit dangerous. Of course, there's well, a lot of things that are dangerous, and I I'm in a, a moped for you're, life. As you're known, a man of danger. That's yeah. Patreon.com/slash/smashboxtv is where you can go to sign up for our weekly giveaways. Um, for as little as a dollar a month, you can be eligible for this giveaway. If you give more, you get more. Two dollars gets your name on the uh, producer list. Three dollars gets you access to our yearly. Uh, giveaway disc, which Terry is supposed to. Yes, which are in the car. Oh, nice, perfect. Because I've only brought them here like three other times and, and then not, <laughs> not handing not them, hand them off to me. Excellent. They're in the car. Don't um, let me leave with them. Five dollars gets you a studio mini here in the thing, and the ten dollars is the clothing level. So if you are uh, interested in any of those, please go to Patreon.com/slash/MashboxTV. Because of you, we can continue to do this podcast without any advertising. Even though we would take advertising. I mean, honestly, come on, people. Throw some money at us. Mm. Um, and we can do cool things like upgrade the studio that didn't cost me a lot of money because a lot of the stuff was already here. Even the plywood was here. The old people left it. It was great. The only thing I had to buy was those sound things that are falling down That's, now. Yeah. So <laughs> awesome. A sound investment. Great Hey-o. investment, Ayo. Um, anyway. Sound installation. 172 people are eligible for our giveaway this week. Terry Miller, I need to know what number do you want to grab? Ooh, the number... Four holes on the playoff. We're going with the fourth number. Fourth number. Oh, that's just out of nowhere, 104. Folks. That's just 113. The I'm just thinking 25, of these ideas. Higher, lower than 25, Higher Terry. than 25. One. Damn. One. Sorry for blowing up people's ear. We got the number one, people. I've never going seen that. that number one spot. I've never seen the number one. Hold on. Let me. <laughs> You've I, seen the number one. No, I've never literally ever seen the number one before in my life. 
Um, I've never seen random. How, how were they sorted? They this were is, sorted by the, the, they were sorted by first name today. All right, so Ardvark Aronson is going to take Ardvark Aronson. So no, it's it's actually Ace Run Productions. Hey, love it! Ace love Run it. Productions, you win today. That's awesome. Congratulations, number one. That's fantastic. All right, Ace Run coming at you, buddy. We've got. Uh, some special giveaway. I, uh, maybe I'll even hand it. I'll yeah, hand it off. in the studio. It's scary. I know. I will hand it off to you uh, at the World Championships, probably. Great. I'll see great, you in a few days. Great. Actually, today's giveaway was just uh, a, a a hug. Oh, it was well, just a double hug. Then guess what, guys? Everyone on the team's getting a special hug. <laughs> Very it was an extra one. long, awkward hug, though. Yes. So the, are my, the, the, those are the, those, my signature. Those are your signature. <laughs> my <hugs>. signature. <laughs> Sunseen Law patented extra special, extra Yeet long, hug. awkward hug. <laughs> Reach out to our friends at Sunstein. Uh, <laughs> Terry Danger, the Miller Disc Golf guy coming. Uh, David John, I introduced to my neighbor. He just brain drained, brain drained of blood, almost died. Okay, you can. I accidents happen, and I'm I'm sorry that it happened to you, to your neighbor. Um, there's like a number of deaths that take place every year of moped re, yeah. uh, related. Wear a helmet. Yeah, Fair. I I will. Good. That's all I care about. And, wear, uh, wear a helmet. Um, the one thing before we close the show, Ace Run Productions reminded me of is we didn't even talk about the 611 foot Ace. Oh, we didn't. No, there was a gentleman. Who uh who threw, I believe it was in a tournament. I think it was in a tournament. Maybe I hope so. A six hundred and eleven foot ace, just slightly downhill, eh. but barely. Footfall, rangefinder, downhill. I, I don't. I, I don't, don't know care. What else can I, I don't care how there. far downhill Not it is. Not regulated disc. I don't know. <laughs> Too big of a T pad. Yeah, and, something. Uh, I'm gonna come up with some kind of. But. You can go out and find the uh, the ace. It's been shown on a few different things. I think it was on Good Morning America. I believe it was Sports Center. I believe Sports as well. Center. So go ahead and go check that. I, I I wish I would have thought about it beforehand. I would have looked up who it was and everything. But I saw it yesterday, I believe, and uh, phenomenal. Just a just a bomb of a shot. So congratulations to Mister Six Hundred and Eleven Foot Ace. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just saw the funniest thing of the night. Until video, this comes in from Danny Hollis. Danny, until video evidence proves otherwise, Felix and Conrad would beat JVD and Terry in doubles. I mean, until video that, evidence proves otherwise. Yes, that. Um, and until I get on a scale, I, I I'm declaring myself <laughs> weighing 170 pounds. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, good. I like that one, Danny. In all seriousness, we would love to beat them. That would be fun. It would be fun to beat uh, them. Jordan's a stater. I hate her, Miller. All right. Back in the day, Lane chained out from like 850 feet. Yeah, Cody says. Um, yeah, downhill at uh, hole 18 at the snowball course back in the Did she technically chain out or did she hit basket? I think she hit the basket. She hit the basket. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, 2003 Worlds at the snowball course in Arizona. Very... Uh, was it a putter or a comet or something like that? I think it was something um, super impressive. All right. Mm, I think that's about all we got. That's it. Oh, uh, no, that's not it. Uh, oh, geez. This is really, I, I know it's going to be impactful at this moment, but I will be reminding you guys. I made the announcement officially the other day and I'm going to, I'm going to say it again. 
I am super excited. Uh, uh, the Scalettia Disc Golf Terminalen taking place in Sweden. I'm going there after the World Championships. I'll be in Sweden doing some post-production for their uh, Swedish Disc Golf Pro Tour event. Super excited to be a part of it. We're going to work on a custom stamp and some discs and uh, be available. Uh, there's talk of uh, helping out if anybody, one or two of those people there n- nearby need me on their podcast. I'm happy to help out in any way I can, but there to cover some action and really looking forward to it. That's the week after the World Championships. You're going to hear me uh, blather on about it because I'm super excited to be going to Sweden and being part of that. So after recent I, news, I can understand why. I anyway, <laughs> am saying uh I'm I'm excited to be there and uh, committed to working on that event. That's and awesome. also, I'm also excited. I'm excited for you. Working on a couple of details. There's going to be at least one flex start in Oregon between the GMC and the MVP. Oh, cool! I'm going to stay out there because it doesn't make sense to to turn around and come back for two days to then turn around and go right back to do more in booth stuff. So at least one flex start is going to be taking place. I'm working on a second one in a different city. So there may be two weekday flex starts that I'm excited to to potentially uh, put on. Those are in the middle of September. We're looking potentially at the dates of, I just want to throw it out there, September 19th maybe and the 21st. The 21st is almost for sure happening at the Pine Nursery Course in Bend. Bevel just down the road. And uh, the 19th, uh, I'll get you more details on. We're working on something to happen somewhere around there as well. But that's what I'm working on, and I, I want to make sure I share that with the world. And next week, I'm going to have big news about another special, really unique product that you'll be able to get from me that I'm working on as well. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. So much goodies. Guys, we're going to call it. Uh, we appreciate all of you for joining us. Somehow, this went another three hours. I don't know where the time goes, but here we are so thank you for johnny v i'm terry miller the disc golf guy that is smashbox tv's podcast 417 (laughs) don't encourage us it only gets worse we'll see you from the world championships next week after round number one when you step inside the smashbox Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 